Hello and welcome to the Canadian Border Patrol. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. I am a Canadian. And I am an American. All right. And now that you're over the border, let me give you the official uh, weather report. We have uh, forecasted sun, cloud, rain, hail, hellfire, you know, just kind of whatever, you know, it's kind of how we do. (laughs) Everything under the sun. Now, are you still in Newfoundland? That's... I am still in Newfoundland, and that is that is okay. basically Newfoundland weather. It's just on a on a daily everything. basis. Yeah, like you'll get up and go like, oh, oh god, this looks like it's going to be a horrible cloudy day, and then oh no, it came back, it's sun, and then now it's raining again, and now it's sun, and now it's freezing. Like one day, one day was freezing cold, like well, not freezing cold, but like really chilly, and then the next day was sunny and and warm and. It's just kind of been whatever, you know? <laughs> when I was, uh, so I have just gotten back. I got back um, from British Columbia on August 1st. Hmm. And the weather in British Columbia was incredible. Oh, good. Now, well, I, don't know, I don't know what it's like year round, but in the summertime in British Columbia, that is a pretty, uh, I got some pretty nice weather patterns over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be going down that way, so that's good to hear. Very good to hear. Um, yeah, we spent most of, like, we were only there for eight days, and all of mm-hmm. that was on uh, Vancouver Island, hmm. north of um, Victoria. So, hmm. yeah, great place to, uh, to to spend some outdoors time. Nice. Various lakes and... Lakes and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just beautiful countryside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, well, there's a wide variety of weather in Canada. Like, you get places like uh, Alberta that have this thing called the Chinook. I think Chinook? Is that the name of it? It's this, like, it'll be wintertime, right? Freezing cold because it's Alberta. Like, the night, the days can be a little bit warm, but then the nights will get down to minus something stupid. But then this wind will come in, and it's just this incredibly warm wind. and it just like everything thaws. It's suddenly like summer weather in the middle of winter. You'll have a couple of days of summer weather and then it's gone. Just this thing comes through this particular hot so wind. It's like a, a winter weather pattern, like a, like yeah, a nor'easterly. Yeah, like, yeah, sort of that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, I actually it's don't weird. know what a nor'easter <laughs> is, but I've heard the term before. It's something in uh, New England, I think. Yeah. Nor'easter. <laughs> Wind coming from a particular direction, that sounds like it's a shore wind. Yeah. From the northeast? <laughs> yep. From the northeast. That, that adds up. Yep. Uh, anyway, do we want to get to our topic? Yeah. Well, I think we've already dived in, right? We've already dove, yep. dove in. Because you had, you had your summer in, in Canada. Uh, you've come to the, the, come to the Great White North. The Great White North, it's a uh, it's a gr- good place in the summertime, right? Like I uh, mm-hmm. don't know what the other seasons are like. I'm hmm. more of a summer expert. Yeah, then that's what we're going to be investigating: the Canadian <laughs> summertime. Uh, number one, there are truly only two seasons in Canada. This, this is the old. This is an old joke. There's winter and there's road work. So this is. When uh, summers in Canada, depending on where you are, tend to be very short 
And because of the amount of winter weather, I know this is especially true here in, in Newfoundland. Um, you have to start like the winters are, or the summers are short, at least here. So you have to really enjoy them. And if you are say, uh, in, you know, like city road work, that's the only time you can get anything done. Cause that's the only time, like if it's too cold, uh, you're putting down new asphalt, nothing cures, nothing happens to it. So in Newfoundland, what they do is they will, uh, find sections that need to be redone, resurfaced, and they will scrape out with these big machines, the pavement, like the bad pavement. Um, and then at some point in the future, they will start putting in, uh, start putting, laying down new road when it's the right weather conditions and it can't be too windy. It's this weird finicky thing. And what that basically means is the entire summer, it's like, well, I better, better, uh, put away some money for new tires. Cause I'm probably going to destroy them. <laughs> start saving up for the new, uh, snow tires. Exactly. Well, just new tires in general, cause right. okay. going over like the, the ripped up road is yeah probably going to destroy something you know <laughs> yeah and it just gets yeah um i you know the weather must be worse in newfoundland though than in places like ontario you know like southern ontario hmm. i mean it snows there i know it gets super cold because everyone yeah. tells me it does but it's definitely not as far north as newfoundland well the deal with Newfoundland, I think I might have mentioned this before. Uh, you get the deal. Um, like did, they, did someone make a deal at some point in time? Was there like we made it. people sat down with <laughs> contracts and were like, "This is the weather we'll accept." We, we made a deal with dread entities yeah. for some reason, and and our and our penance was bizarro weather. Um, we're at a weird crossroads. Like you got the of, losing end of that deal. You know, sometimes it's sometimes it's amazing to see, but uh, yeah, it's not the best. We have um <laughs> upsides, upsides for for Newfoundland. It is stay positive. Not that extreme. It never gets that cold in winter, and it never gets that hot in the summer. In a place like in the Prairie Provinces, where it's very inland and you don't have the ocean to like buffer the temperatures, it gets real hot in the summer. And then it goes down to like destroy you freezing in this in the in the winter or even at night in the summers it'll get really really cold. Yeah, describe really um, hot. What is really hot? I think in some parts in Alberta it can get up into the 30s. Okay, like I'm talking Celsius, so I don't know how to convert that for Fahrenheit. But not like not like Europe this summer. Like apparently Europe, like every country in Europe was above 40. On some oh, days. I don't know if it gets that. Maybe down in Calgary. Ooh, that would be. I don't know for sure. Translate that into Fahrenheit. That's like 110, I think. 115, mm. 40. Oh, God. I think it's like 110 or 115 something. Yeah. But it can get down to like like in the wintertime at night. I think it can get down to like a good minus 30 Celsius or below. I want to say uh, on a regular, like day to day basis, which is, I mean, that's a little messed up, huh? You know, yeah. that's, that's that 
rounded the one thing I remember about the difference between or the thing between Celsius and Fahrenheit is that when you hit minus 40, they're both the same. But when you hit minus 40, it kind of doesn't matter what temperature scale you're working on. No, it's just, it's just this so is cold. stupid cold. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. It's too cold this to is, be functional, so it doesn't really yeah. make you could say you could say minus 12 million. <laughs> yeah. Minus like, minus really who matter. cares? You're dead now. Bye. But I think, um, you know, um, well, no, I guess it does matter on the, the hot end, right? Because, like, if it's uh, there's a certain level where you just die. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, well, and there's also, uh, I was going like, to say something about get, the crime stuff. How hot stuff, does it but, get yeah. in Saudi Arabia? Do you have any idea? You ever been to the Middle East? I have not. Uh, that's also a level of stupid hot. Um, yeah. It's, like, too hot. Yeah. I think for me, where I'm used to Celsius, if, if I hear above 30, I start thinking like, oh, this is just too hot to even bother measuring anymore. It's above 30. It's just stupid hot. Although there is also the don't even go outside. You will die. Like you will die immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Not It's not an uncomfortableness thing anymore. It's a you going to die uh, thing. Um, okay. So we got weather. Um, oh, the other thing with Newfoundland stuff is that because we have the, uh, Arctic, uh, ocean currents coming South and we've got the, uh, Gulf stream, hot water currents coming North, they mix off the shores and turn into fog, just a lot of fog. But that also uh, means anytime there's some weird storm from down South, we get the remnants of that as just a, a day or two of real bad rain. Uh, and then oh, we're also getting all that humidity and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that does make the weather really changeable because we're basically getting everybody else's dregs, you know, everybody else's last little bits of weather. Um, okay. yeah, but it's, it's one of those things where like, because it is irregular, you prize it more, I guess it's more valuable. It's more precious i guess yeah a little bit you appreciate those days more you appreciate those days yeah um let's see canadian things around the summer uh let's let me try to think of some like particularly canadian things well you had one you were telling me you went out to cottage country in ontario yeah. tell ontario, me about your experiences with that. Is, i wonder if it's like that in all the other pro like is there a newfoundland equivalent there is not cottage country there is not cottage country what there is, is there's a lot of places for camping. Mm -hmm. um, and a, a lot of, honestly, I think a lot of going around the bay. Uh, actually, got plans for this Friday to go around the bay to a, to uh, Dildo, Newfoundland. The city. The oh, to where they, I saw that on Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. yep Dildo, yep. Newfoundland. Dildo, Newfoundland. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> To give some background, nobody knows exactly why it was named that. There's a bunch of theories, but one of them is there is what you would call now an orlock, uh, used to be known as a dildo because dildo was just a name for a stick in old English. And Newfoundland has like retained a lot of old English words. We're sort of like, um, we're like the Galapagos finches of language. You know, you get a, you get a small population on an island, things <laughs> evolve in weird ways. <laughs> And things right, get retained. It, at some point, it just stops evolving. Like it's just like this is 
this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It evolves <laughs> in its own direction, but kind of certain things are conserved. <laughs> but a Newfoundland dildo is different than a Newfoundland ugly stick. Oh yeah, the ugly stick. Now that would be Why do you if have you're going so around many the bay. Names for sticks. Let's. Go. <laughs> you have so many names for sticks. You're like like because it's nothing but boys. Like just it's nothing but bad woods and rocks. Other. There's nothing here but bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sticks and rocks. bad bad wood, rocks mm-hmm. and water. So it's like this is the most interesting thing. Are the sticks, you know? So you mm-hmm. give all the names for the sticks. Because what do you do? The rocks? Oh, forget that. The water? That's just ponds. <laughs> Nothing in Newfoundland is a lake, by the way. There's no place, even everybody just calls it, oh yeah, it's just a pond. Up to pond there that way. Oh, uh, okay. I don't I don't think every, anything ever gets big enough to be a lake. Maybe in Labrador, actually. Uh well yeah. so that makes that makes having a cottage country difficult, right? Because a key element to Ontario cottage mm. country is that you know, you have a lake house. You have your house there on a lake or near a lake or near some mm. sort of there are um, areas. There are areas that have like rivers or like large ponds, which some people might call like a small lake. But there's just something weird about Newfoundland where everything is a pond. Uh, like nobody uses the word lake for anything except for like the biggest stuff. So you look at something like, oh, I, I might call this a lake. And they'll be like, no, nah, but that's a pond. There's one place that's mm-hmm. like, I think it's called Three Mile Pond. Okay. And basically the whole thing is three miles long. You'd think that'd be a lake. But I think it's also really narrow. So well, it makes it makes more mm. sense than having a three mile pond that's uh, like ten miles mm. long. Like that would be confusing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and three. We, we stopped counting at three. Three or so yeah. mile ponds. Three or so. Some something yeah. like that. Somewhere around there. Some miles Take pond. Yeah. I've got bored of measuring it at three miles, so it's mm. somewhere around there. It's long. Actually, there is a place. I was just thinking, like, they just call it Long Pond. And they're like, no, there's a place called Long Pond. Long, it's just long. Wh- which pond? The Long Pond? Oh, that one. That pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Not the short pond? No, the Long Pond. Well, what about the Medium Pond? Nobody goes to the Medium Pond. Why would you go to Medium you know, Pond? The other thing I realized, too, going up, to, uh, going to the cottage in Ontario, like, be, and looking a little more carefully at the map is just how big these provinces actually are, right? Like yep. it doesn't, you know, when you're in a city like like Vancouver or Victoria yeah. or Toronto, um, you know, and you kind of know that there's more to the province, but it doesn't mm. feel as big as it actually is. Like, you know, getting up to um Halliburton, Barry area, Ontario. I, you know, hmm. maybe it was a three-hour drive. Yeah, and you realize that like you're barely in like the center of Ontario. Well, it, it's I, I. I was thinking of like yeah. I mean, you have like huge. You have pretty big states, and all of I think every single one of our provinces is like I was thinking like BC is as big as California, but with California, mm-hmm. you've got like the cities in the south. You've got yeah. the cities towards the north and yeah. the stuff in the middle, and then there's all that farmland. And, it's all yeah. it's all settled. The thing about Canadian provinces Nobody is that settles, but it's all to, it's all close to the yeah. US border because that's where the weather's good. <laughs> you get yeah. further up and it gets like more rural, more um I think like 
I think like the letter, like, you know, that show Letter Kenny we were talking about before, that's yeah. set in like northern or like like um northern Ontario type region. Uh, but even that's not that's not super far north, I don't think. Like that's not near mm. the um the the bordering with the territories. Right. And and that's that's just way further. That's just a whole that's yeah. a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And there's you know a what? lot of I, I realized that because so did you did you follow the manhunt at all this summer? Those I did. Those okay. two kids. Yeah, so that was the other thing. So background for anybody who hasn't uh, seen this story. So there was uh, there was a couple of hitchhikers who were found dead. And I think the car was burnt out, right? And then yeah. there was, uh, at the same time, there was this pair of kids who went missing. And everybody was trying to find them. And then you hear about this other guy who gets ki- who is also killed, and his car is also burnt out. And also, I think he was nowhere near where he was supposed to be. Like... He was going on a vacation in this one area, and then all of a sudden he shows up at this other area dead, cars burnt out. Then the next thing comes out is these two kids are suspects in all of those murders. Um, and they're tracking them all over the, like, there was a multi-week, I want to say, um, search for them all over. And then well, and they, they started in British Columbia and made it all the way to Manitoba. Yeah, and that's they were. I think they were from Through BC. Those very far northern parts of these provinces, like the northern ends of all these provinces. So it is yeah. harsh terrain up there. Yeah, and that's probably why things went south for them in the end. Because the last report we had is that their their uh, remains were found. Was it by divers in a lake, or was it? I'm trying to remember the last actual detail. Do you remember? Well, they did. They ruled it a suicide. They found. Um, mm. They found the boat. Right. Yeah. It's like ten kilometers north of. Um, what well, it, it was like ten kilometers north of the last accessible road in mm. Manitoba, something like that, yeah. or the last, or like where the um, the furthest. It's like the furthest point you can get to without needing special equipment in Manitoba. Yeah. And uh, they end up killing themselves out in the woods. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it really, that's, you know, you, you, it, it's a shame, not just because they killed themselves and then they, they took the lives of three other people, mm. but you, like, there's no way to ever know the reason for this now, right? Like yeah. why they did that. Like the, the only, kid, they're, they're, they're sort of like neo-Nazi kids, right? Which mm, is apparently yeah. a thing again in 2019. We've got a lot of Nazis all over the place. Yeah. It's like an Indiana Jones movie set in 2019. Um, <laughs> however, you know, so, so that's, that's a warning sign right there that you're yeah. going to murder people. And I'd also but imagine you, that, I was going to say, I'd also imagine that that's why they felt like they could hide out in the woods. Like I bet they got the feeling that like, yeah. Oh yeah, we've, we've studied guns and all these things, you know, we're, we're big, tough, we're big, tough, you know, uh, uh, real chosen race, the tr- the true supreme people we can hide. We can, you know, hide out in the woods forever and we'll be fine. And the, we're not fine. Nope. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like, it, uh, you wake up to how dependent you are when you mm. get out there. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you, how do you, what do you eat? Hmm. 
Like it if looks you don't easy already... when you're watching a when you're watching an hour long documentary on uh, you know Nat Geo. Yeah, but then look, man, it don't matter there... how much Bear Grylls you watch. <laughs> right, you're not gonna be fine out there. You don't know how to do that. He knows how to do that, but the only reason he could do that is because he's got a big old support crew. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it. It's not even for Bear Grylls that that, that shit ain't easy, right? Like, there's a reason he doesn't do that very often, right? Or he films the times mm. that he does do that because it's difficult and uh, he doesn't want to do yeah. it the rest of the time. Like, if it was easy, exactly. people would do it. <laughs> exactly. Like, also, if you're just if you're watching like those TV shows, also watch the ones about the people in Alaska and how much trouble they have all the damn time. That's what yeah. you're up for, yeah. you know. And they've got an entire family like support structure and and resources that they came up with and 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 ways that they train themselves. You're not you're not gonna make it up there. Also, there's nothing but mosquitoes up there. You really want to deal with that all day? Oh yeah, every day. And those mosquitoes. Those mosquitoes are they're they're like birds. They're less like carry mosquitoes, off children. More like birds. Yeah. It's, it's like it's a like dingo in my You get bitten by one of those mosquitoes, you get lightheaded from the blood loss. Yeah. <laughs> they carry they carry away dogs and small children. Oh yeah. We've lost too many to the to the to the mosquito scourge. <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, we spent, I mean, we were checking that story quite a bit too, because we were in, mm. not, we weren't near, we weren't in Port Alberni where I think this started, that manhunt started, mm. but we were on Vancouver Island and, um, you know, all of a sudden this is like a major news story. I wonder yeah. if you cross that border south, I wonder how many Americans really knew anything about this manhunt like was this on cnn or was it only news about donald trump's latest dumb tweet right like who knows i don't know what the i don't know whether the these uh news outlets carried uh carried it or not you guys had other things to think about that is to say you had the same things over again to think about and maybe we don't talk about it here yeah (sighs) Well, it's not interesting, right? Like Donald hmm. Trump is not does not need to be the the repeat story, right? Like other things happen in the world besides tweeting. Well, I, no, I'm talking about the other repeat story, the like El Paso, the the shootings. Oh, yeah, well, that yeah. just happened. That's just happened. Oh, okay, yeah, um, well, that's true. But I, I don't know. That's why not I the same time. Saying it yeah. as, no, we're not talking about that yet. It just happened. No, yeah. yeah, that's terrible. Also, that, that's a repeat story. Yeah, mm. gun um, violence is becoming all too commonplace. Yeah, and like, there's not much else we can really say about that. I guess. Um, well, besides, we're talking about Canadian summer and other things. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, you know, what would be a good thing to mention another classic uh, Canadian summer thing is uh ball hockey you know play you play ice hockey during the winter summer comes all the kids are out on the streets and you 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 get a ball and you get your sticks back out somebody puts yeah. on the pads grab a grab a, a small like street hockey net and get yourself some hockey going get yourself you know? a game going all right yeah, now, yeah 
I actually saw some uh, kids playing in um, uh, the uh, Markham area mm-hmm. um, on the street. And it's a bit, and then what I noticed too at uh, at one of the malls is how many shops like hockey gear are devoted to like to mm. like it's such yeah. a main fixture. Whereas like I feel like out you know I was not a uh, I'm not the greatest athlete and I mm. you know I think I think I played some like rec league soccer. Not, I think I did play some rec league soccer when I was a kid. Uh, but not like, you know, anything. I was on the purple team. <laughs> oh, good old classic um, purple team. Yeah. Go purple. on the purple team. Yeah. And, uh, but you don't, you know, it's not like the, you go into like a, a uh, see, I don't even know the name of those shoe stores. What is it? Foot Locker. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into Foot Locker and I feel like it's like all basketball and football focused. Not in Canada. No, not hockey, in Canada. hockey, primo. Yep. Yeah. Well, I I imagine that summer is a great time to start buying your hockey gear because it's out of season. You don't need it yet. You know you will, but you don't need it yet. Which mm-hmm. means there and there's probably like back to school sales on stuff like that and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Um, You're but also off season. Exactly. And then you can try it out during the season for ball hockey. Oh, and actually mm. uh, one of the summer events that happens uh, actually really close to, or pretty close to my house. Like and what do you good, wear? Rollerblades? Like do you do rollerblades? No, no, you just do no. it on foot. You just foot. run around. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, like, okay. it's like imagine field hockey, but it's on, it's on the roads. Um, okay. I mean, you could do it with blades, but I don't think anybody necessarily does. Um, Did you play oh, hockey g- when you were a kid? Uh, ice hockey? No. Ball hockey? No. Occasionally. But that right. was never 100% my thing. Um, <laughs> I was I was more the one to go out in the backyard. Uh, you know, parents kick me outside. I go out in the backyard, find a ant's nest, and just start observing them. And then just like one the- time, <laughs> and my dad still, I still remember this. And, and also, I remember my dad's reaction to this, and then his, like, remembering this, where I brought out a little um, plastic tray and I put some like corn syrup on it and just left it there for the ants. It came back a little while later to see them all drinking away from it. Like just, just, just sucking it up. Like, mm. I was like, just Oh, look at them all. Your, your pet ants. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted yeah. to see what they did. I wanted to see how they work. Yeah. You started, started, uh, started your life in science there. Yeah. I played Sim ant on the, I played Sim ant on the computer. And I play Sim Ant in real life. I play real Ant. Sim Ant, real Ant. You know? Yeah, taking down all, taking down the notes. Yep, that, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. That that marks the beginning of your life in science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, the thing I was gonna mention about um about road hockey. Well, two things. Number one, growing up, I lived on a cul-de-sac, but it's one where the circle part of the cul-de-sac is raised up. So there was really only one way to do hockey, and that was uh, so my house is on the, if you're coming up the cul-de-sac, my house is at the three o'clock position around that circle. Uh, and then there's another house at nine o'clock that was, uh, sorry, what am I trying to say? My house is at three o'clock, right? Since the whole thing slopes downward, you don't want to go, go up and down. Also, you'd be, you know, playing hockey into the road. And basically if the ball went too far 
down to the end, like down the end of the circle part of the cul-de-sac, it would just start rolling downhill and out into another street. And then, you know, somebody's got to chase the ball. That's not great right. for, that's not great for the game. So we would always play it across the cul-de-sac from the nine, uh, nine o'clock position to the three o'clock position. Three o'clock was our house. So my dad would always, you know, it's this nice summer day. And then my dad would always look at like, uh, look out at the, at the cars to see like kids taking slap shots right towards our house. Right towards right. our cars. He was like, oh, God, I was got to be doing that. Always got to be at that. <laughs> but like we couldn't put it anywhere else because you put it anywhere else and you run the risk of, you know, ruining the game and also a kid running out into traffic. <laughs> Nobody wants that. And that's not ideal. I mean, that Newfoundland is known for its traffic. It's just a rowdy, oh, mm, oh, rowdy yes, roadways. Yes. God, the bumper to bumper, the two bumper is just constant. It's density like. Uh, actually, well, yeah. on the, on the line of summer sports, when I got mm. to Ontario, um, Canada was just fresh off of the Toronto Raptors winning the, uh, yes. and so that was, a, that was a big talk too. People were already reminiscing about mm. having go, like going out cause it is apparently basketball is not really that popular. However, when the Raptors are winning, it becomes popular, yeah, right. And you yeah. got tons of people going out to bars, and mm. then you know they're uh, two day experts in the yeah. uh, sport of basketball, yeah. right? Like, well, you always get you know, that sort of thing, don't you? Teams I, winning. I mean, I remember, you, back in the day, long, long time ago, when I still lived mm. in Virginia, mm. um, going to a bar during the World Cup, and it's like mm. I don't watch soccer, but you know I watch What's a couple of Cup? games. I watch a couple of games and have a couple of beers, and um, hmm. I'm basically an expert at yeah. uh, at you know professional world level soccer. You know hmm. that's just all it takes: a couple of beers, watch hmm. a couple of games. I might yeah. as well be in the booth commenting on the game. Yeah, you're real, real freaking Pele there. That's the only one yeah. I know. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> real Beckham, a real. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ronaldo or the other one who sounds like Ronaldo but isn't Ronaldo. Ronaldo. I don't know how to Dildo? say his that's name. That's the um, he's a Canadian <laughs> Newfoundland star. Rena, yeah, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's from rural he's, Newfoundland. He's so good. It like it's like he has three legs. You don't want to know where the third one come from. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you actually, got the same thing happening in hmm. in Canada. You've got the. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm basically an expert. I've watched yeah. uh, four games of the NBA yeah. Finals. I <laughs> know it all. Oh, we had something like that because they had the Rogers Cup for tennis. Ro- um, Rogers is one of our Rogers is one of our horrible telecom companies. They're all uniformly horrible oh, and yeah. charges way too much damn money. Yeah, you know, the internet is too damn high. Bell, right, Rogers, Rogers and Bell. And Bell. And TELUS for cell phones, and they've basically okay. carved up the market very similar to what you guys have with like, yeah. oh, we've got Comcast, and that's it. So, you know, give us all of your money for very little internet. Almost no yeah. internet if we, could ha- if we could do it, if we could get away with it. We have to give you mm-hmm. some internet. We want all money for uh, all money for some internet. Yeah, people pay ridiculous amounts of money for... <sighs> And it's uh, it's bad now. up here too. Mm. 
Anyway, and it um, doesn't make like all you need now is high speed internet, right? Like, yeah, I, I I don't think I would ever pay for cable television mm. or a landline phone ever again. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, well, one one of them does like a fiber, um, like a fiber op, uh, fiber optic cable straight to your residence type thing, you know, fiber TV. And that's like, well, the TV comes with it, but I'm mostly paying for real good high speed internet on this fiber. And even that's not that good. Uh, if you get into mobile data, which is the other thing you want, it's, it's so much worse. Like I saw a, uh, a thing that was like, um, prices of mobile data around the world. And it was, I had leveled for like, how much do you have to pay to get this much data per month? And we mm-hmm. were like second last on this graph. And it was, it was, yeah, and then looking it. at the other countries where it's like, there were five of them that yeah, are just I, like, yeah, it's not about the amount. It's just, uh, just unlimited or whatever, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, um, you know, I accept the, the argument that there's hmm. a lot of land to cover in Canada, right? Like they got a, yeah, but, but, but there's no way that yeah. it can be as expensive as it is when like you can yeah. get, you know, you can get the, uh, a faster internet in mm. Thailand for exactly a 10% of the cost. Yeah. Right. Like I, I just can't, mm. it's just hard to, hard to accept. Yeah. It's, it's, it's honestly just a lack of competition. Uh, I did get a message from the green party saying they've got a plan for that. Uh, but also I'm, I need to check to see if they're still on the, yeah, we don't really like vaccines or we're fine with homeopathy or we, you know, like get more sciencey green Uh, party and I might, you know, be on your side. I'm still probably going to go NDP for a while. Um, but you know, you seem cool. If you could be cooler, then I might think you yeah. were cool. You know. Uh, well, anyway, and back the hard to thing is too mm-hmm. is like you know all these parties want to like stimulate small business, and mm-hmm. you don't. Nobody has a small business laying down fiber cables, yeah, uh, to to set up their own you know competing internet. Uh, exactly. Right. Like this is not it's not a thing you can do anymore. Right. Like there's no small business competing mm-hmm. with Rogers or Bell. There, there is a thing. You have to start as a big business. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, you know, the whole free market economy theories and whatnot don't really work that well. So it's one of those things where you really do, if you want to use the free market as a tool, which I think you can, um, you really need to have, you know, government regulation or, or various laws to kind of force that level of competition, force a large degree of competition to mm-hmm. bring the prices down. Or, or honestly, you just mandate like, no, you can't, uh, you have to, you basically have to mandate that certain people have to do certain things about bringing fiber around. I know there's one thing about like smaller, the idea of like smaller carriers that lease the networks from one of the major, uh, major companies. And they've kind of been fighting that. But it's an idea that's kind of out there. Um, would be nice to do that. So you can have more people just kind of using the network and finding new ways to like charge you for new ways to deal with the services and actually competing over the level of service, you know? Um, yeah, if we could fix that up. Anyway, the original reason I started talking about Rogers is the Rogers Cup. It's a big cup for that they sponsor for uh, tennis. Um, mm-hmm. it's one of, I think the 
you know, professional tennis. It's on the professional tennis tour. It's one of the major events. Um, like Serena Williams was there. And we had this one uh, Canadian Now, uh, just female. to clarify, it's not one of the major events. They actually have – so they in tennis they call – there are four events that they call majors, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe oh, they okay. call them Grand Slams. Maybe they're not majors. It, it might be a big event, a the Rogers, but like I think there's a special. I think they use major to talk about like Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open, and the French Open, and the Australian Open as like those are the major, the four majors, and then the rest of the tournaments are just big tournaments. It is. I don't know. Um, I, I, it, my my tennis knowledge is is uh, is low. It is, according to Wikipedia, it is the third oldest tournament in all of tennis. So it's a Masters 1000 event on the men's competition. It's called the Canadian Open. Okay. The Rogers. The technical term for the competition is the Canadian Open, but it's also called the Rogers Cup. Um, Okay, cool. Premier five for women's tennis. Anyway, it's one of the really big events. Like, it's the one where, like. Toronto? Somewhere uh, in Toronto, probably. Hold on. What do we got? I would I imagine think it's, it's in at one of those huge centers. Yeah. Really, the only other oh. place where the, anybody does anything in Canada is Vancouver, right? Montreal like and Toronto. Oh, okay. They so hold it both. in both places. Yeah. I don't know how they make Montreal. it work that way. Maybe they That's split men and women? Hmm. I, I never really have an idea of how far apart. I know Quebec and um, Ontario are right next to each other. And a lot of the cities in Quebec are really close to cities in Ontario. I know, like, for example, like Ottawa is right across the border from a city called Hull in Quebec. Like, you can just drive there and, like, now you're in Montreal. So, you know, things are going to be – you're going to see way more wine at the at the corner store. But you go back to Ontario, and now it's mm-hmm. not there anymore because, yeah. Um, anyway – uh, hold on. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, the Canadian uh, women's player was Bianca Andriscu. I'm probably trying to pronounce. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Andriscu. Yeah. Um, and she is, she's one of those like young up and coming ones. And I think she's not even, how old is she? She's 19 and she won. Okay. The She won over Serena Williams. Wow. But that's, the, uh, yeah. Good. That, that's sinking. Um, the way yeah, but she's she, old though, like, right. Isn't Serena Williams old now? Um, she's still, she's still like old. Yes. But still incredibly powerful, you know? Right. It's like, I, I just, I don't know enough about tennis to know how impressive that is. Hmm. It's like when people tell me things about golf, like, Oh, he, he did this in golf. And I'm like, uh, is that good? I guess that's, it sounds good. Cause you're telling me about it, but, uh, those numbers mean nothing to me. <laughs> well, the the funny thing with it you was, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I the, the the funny thing that, like, unless you say hole in one, and it's like, oh, okay, you got it there in one shot. That's that sounds good because you went low, and that's the lowest you can get. Oh, good, good job. Um, but with the with the last match, um, Serena had to. I think uh, Andriscu uh, was beating Serena Williams in the first set. And then Serena had to like bow out. Uh, and she, I saw this little like, um, clip of them talking to each other when, uh, when she was like sitting down and like, I'm going to have to bow out. And then, um, Andrea Scoot comes over to her. And it's like, oh, what's going on? And she's like, so concerned about it. Uh, which is like just really sweet. Um, 
apparently she was having like these horrible back spasms through the game. And it's something that had been like starting to like build on her over the tournament. And I guess she was just in a place where she's like, look, if I can, I could keep fighting this out and we could have this battle, but I'm probably, I'm feeling like I'm going to do damage to myself and I need to figure that out. But she was like, uh, Serena Williams was rather upset at having to not try to finish. Um, but there were a lot of people online who were like, well, I guess she didn't really win because she didn't actually have a game against Serena Williams. And other, like my response mm. and a lot of other people's responses, oh, shut up. You know, like she had to get there. She had to get up to facing off against Serena Williams, who had also beaten almost everybody else in the tournament, right? You have to get to the well, finals just because work, it, right? Like exactly. Yeah. Like armchair armchair sports guys. Knock it off. Anyway. Oh yeah. It's, it's lame. Best. It's lame. <laughs> uh boof. Um But it's summertime. Hmm. Um, just to tie it back into summertime, summertime is notoriously the slow summer season, right? Like hmm. it's kind of, it's like too early in the baseball season to, yeah. to really pay too close of attention. Uh, NHL and the NBA and there's hmm. no professional football. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what Canadian football is doing. Um, uh, we do have a actually. CFL. They, they say that no, nobody knows what's happening in the Canadian league ever. Um, nobody's <laughs> ever watched it before. So uh, we, we do have a CFL knows. and they keep telling me things are happening with the uh, tie cats and several, three well, different rough riders, all, but I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, all of the teams have the exact same name. So mm, it's like yeah. people stopped paying attention because it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, Okay, we're the Rough Riders with the space. We're the you're the Rough Riders without the space. Could one of us change your name? You first. No, I'll you change first. my name when you change your name. Yeah, is, the, no, is that the team name that that's there a couple times? The Rough Riders. The Rough Riders. Rough Riders is a weirdly common team sponsored name. And I think by, one of them. Hmm. Sponsored, sponsored by DMX. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> there's there's two Rough Riders, and then there's also the Gonna Give It To Yous. Gosh. Yeah, the uh, the Vancouver gonna give it to you. Yep. <laughs> uh, that guy is a parody right, of himself, well, but that's, that's not the. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's a good place to to stop the uh, right on. the summer talk. So in, in closing, summer, summer in Canada is great. Is my you had a fun uh, my, summer? My hmm. yeah, my that's my review. Oh. It is oh. a great place to spend the summer. There is one thing I, I would like to add. Um, this. For some reason, this year, this summer in Newfoundland has been the summer of craft beer. There have been, it feels like there's been like 20 craft breweries that have just popped up all over the province, just all at once. Yeah. Like Dildo famously has one, got to bring it back in round full yeah. circle. But there's like, there's, uh, there's one that popped up in St. John's. There's one that popped up like 20 minutes a walk from me in Mount Pearl. Um, there's just, it's now all of a sudden, it's just really good beers all over. And if that's not a summer thing of having a, you know, a nice refreshing pale ale or a, or a sour or some form of, uh, a blonde ale or even, even just your basic mm -hmm. Pilsner, but like made with care, mm -hmm. then, then I don't know what that is. If that's not summer, then man, I don't know what it is. It, uh, mm -hmm. sitting outside with a nice beer is definitely yep. good and, and it's 2019. These craft beers are everywhere, right? Like yep. craft brewery. 
Mm-hmm. That is a, a you, thing. Like you're not, you can't even be on a map anymore <laughs> unless you have a craft brewery. I can't. I can't turn around without Inver- running into three growlers. <laughs> yeah, I, it forces you to actually learn what a growler is. Yeah, I, like, I think it's a, a great idea. A there's, giant- a, there's a place in Virginia, in my hometown, Richmond, mm-hmm. um, where you can just go. The only thing they do there is they fill up growlers. Mm. <laughs> like they have That's all it. of the local craft brews on tap and you can go and fill up growlers yeah and then take it home yeah exactly it's not a bar or anything it's just a uh it's a growler dispensary <laughs> that is yeah no that's a hell of a thing uh, i i do like the idea of it like you know you can get your beer extra cheap just buy this giant bottle of beer when are you gonna yeah. you know when are you gonna run out of it uh, that's up to you honestly buddy um, oh, uh, uh, there was a, a pint. No, I want a jug of beer. <laughs> Give me all of your beer. It's like that scene in um, Avengers Endgame. Hmm. I like this one. I, Bam, I mean, another. Is it too late? We, yeah. We, we can't. I, I don't know if it's past the spoilers point of of Endgame, but uh, we we could we could warn folks, I guess. Um, Eh. Yeah, no, we won't talk about that one. It's not particularly it Canadian. It, Canada. it was a good no. movie. If you saw it, uh, good. You had a good time. If you didn't, uh, yeah. you know, watch it at earliest convenience, unless you don't want to. In which case, you know, yeah. fine, I guess. Cool. Um, oh, there was one other it's, thing, but I think I'll maybe bring this up more in the uh, uh, Canadian sports one. One of their uh, one big event in the summer in Newfoundland is the Royal St. John's Regatta, which is the oldest sporting event in North America. It is. Uh, boat races up uh actually no there is a lake and it's in st john's it's called kitty vitty lake and that is where they do these boat races like rowing races uh it is a sporting event where nobody really cares about the actual sport at least in my experience it's just about going to a big old carnival type like like um what do you call it like a county fair type of deal honestly right yeah Anyway, um, but there's there's probably more to say about that if we get back to Canadian sports at some point. Yeah, yeah, let's let's definitely do that. And I yeah. feel like you could talk about Newfoundland and boats for a uh, for a good long while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got we got the boats, we got the dories, we got the the the, the skiffs, we got the schooners, we got uh, long line trawlers, we got the uh, yeah. Is that's your all Bubba Gump moment. <laughs> I might be, might be. <laughs> Just get, kayaks, go on canoes. And on. Oh, oh, there was one other thing I did this summer. I did dry suit diving. I am certified to dive in a dry suit and get in that water. It doesn't matter how cold. Freezing? Three degrees? Two degrees? I don't give a crap. Ah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was cool. It was a hell of a thing. Uh, dry suit diving. is a pain in the ass to dive in, but uh, mm-hmm. I can do it now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah, you can tell me all about that in a uh, in a future episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, cool. So we'll uh, finish that off. So, summertime in Canada gets uh, gets a five maple leaf rating. <laughs> five maple leaves out of five, or yep. Yeah, let's out assume of five. five. Five maple leaves out, out of five. five. Summer is good. That's a standard. Doesn't matter. That's industry standard. Industry, industry standard. standard rating rating scale. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. So, uh, thank you for listening to the border patrol. Um, do we have any plugs? Nope. 
Summer. Let's plug Go summer. Go to Canada in the summertime. Go to Canada in the summertime. It's a good time. Um, again, let's uh, let's get some uh, let's let's give some credit where credit is due and tell people where to find us. The theme song "North America" by the Motor League off their album "Acknowledge Acknowledge." You come up to Canada in the summertime. Maybe figure out if they're at some festival. Go see them. It's a fun time. Um, our show Twitter is at Can Border Patrol, C A N Border Patrol. Website is CanadianBorderPatrol.com. We got an email at CanBorderPatrol at gmail.com. That's where you can find uh, all of our stuff. You know, new episodes, get yourself updated. Uh, I really don't tweet anything on Can Border Patrol except for there's a new episode, but that's a way you can get the new episodes. Um, are we ready to open the border? I'd, I'd say so. Yep. Open the border for the summer. Goodbye, everybody. Later. <laughs>